We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You guys, it's Tuesday, so don't forget we're taking your confessions today at 11.30. We want to know what's the lamest breakup excuse you've used or maybe that you've heard. Maybe it was used on you. Maybe it was used on a friend. Um, you can always email the show at Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. You can also go to our Facebook page because that's our question for today. And then at 1130, we will get to some of your responses. Um, Donna and Steve, minus Steve, Don McLean filling in. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Let's talk music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay, before we get to something that we just discovered is rather creepy <laughs> in the form of a music video that I just posted on our show links, um, I just want to tell you about Garth Brooks real quick. He is working on a secret project with actor Chris Pratt. What? Yeah. So Chris partially spilled the beans on Rob Lowe's podcast, literally with Rob Lowe. He did not elaborate except to say that he would be singing country music. So these two, Chris Pratt and Garth Brooks, met at the iHeartRadio Music Awards in which he introduced Garth and presented him with the Artist of the Decade Award. Um, And so maybe it's a movie, maybe it's a variety show. I hope it's a, a funny thing i hope it's funny too like maybe he's part of a video maybe he's doing a commercial well i know that chris pratt plays the guitar because he plays it on parks and rec he sings a lot oh in it and does little stupid songs for his girlfriend who played by aubrey plaza who's hilarious yes yes so we'll we'll find out but um he doesn't have a bad singing voice he doesn't yeah it's usually just funny weird songs obviously because he's he's a comedian but yeah should be good. Garth Brooks is a little weird. He's a little um, um, overly. Mm, there, he, I think he's a very humble guy, but it okay. feels like false humility sometimes. It feels very disconnected to normal human beings. <laughs> he doesn't. He seems like he is not living in the world with other people. He his Instagram account is endlessly funny to me. Anytime he releases a new Instagram video, I am there watching and watching it probably fifty times. Is it with him and Trisha? No, usually not. It's very cringy. 
The oh. same with Matthew McConaughey. Both of them have very weird Instagram accounts. He doesn't know what to do with his yet. arms. Yeah. And he tries to sound and look natural, but it all just sounds like a commercial for himself. Yes. It doesn't seem necessarily egotistical. It's just like, dude, just be a normal person. Just talk. Yeah. And I don't think he knows how to do that right. because he's been a superstar for so right. long. And, but he's a very nice I'm sure person. he is. Very, yeah. very sweet. But Aww. yeah, sometimes it comes across as like bizarre yeah like you're a superstar you're allowed to act like one so act like one yeah you don't have to get me a cup of coffee but thank you he's just he's trying to be really intimate with the camera and it's strange i know we need dropping your bottle for because you talked to him once i talked to him a few times actually (laughs) oh Um, but he's very sweet on listen speaking of garth i just have to tell you this he just set a record on Saturday for his drive-in concert. Oh. More than 350,000 people were at the drive-in watching Garth Brooks live stream simulcast concert on Saturday. So that means all over the country mm. at drive-ins watching him on the big screen live. That's a great thing for people. That's a really... Country music fans, that's the way we should be watching concerts. I agree. That was enough to make it the largest one-night show ever at an outdoor uh, theater in North America. All the drive-ins did follow local CDC guidelines that included staff wearing personal protective equipment, uh, vehicles parked six feet away from one another. There were limited, um, excuse me, limited capacity in restrooms and all that good stuff. Now for the story we've been waiting for. So first of all, um, RIP to Benny Mardones, who died yesterday after a long battle with Parkinson's. He was 73 years old. He was best known for what was, up until this morning, one of my favorite songs from the 80s. Mm. Um, This song, Into the Night. Everybody knows this song. You think so? I think so. It's very into the night. He'll take you into the night. This was 1980. He was 33 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The lyrics make it sound like a love song, but it starts out like this: She's just 16 years old. No. Leave her alone. They say. Yeah. Do it. Separated by fools. Who don't know what love is yet. Fools who create laws to protect children. <laughs> Sorry. So now, uh, Benny has said that the song was inspired by his platonic relationship with a teenage neighbor. Gross. Who, whose father had abandoned her. Okay. It really doesn't explain the video, though, that you and I just watched during the commercial break. And it starts with the father answering the door and the father saying, she's just 16 years old. And then Benny turns around. Now, it would have been fine if it were a young man. It's him, a teenager, He's 30. But it's him as a 33-year-old man. 33. And then it gets worse from there. He spends like the next 90 seconds pouring his heart out, uh, calling her from a payphone. First, he goes to her window. Then oh, that's right. I forgot about the yeah, window. He go, yeah. yeah, looks at their, through the window and sings. Oh, my God. Then he goes back to her house, climbs through her window after throwing a carpet in inside the window. <laughs> Which Don is like, he's going to kill her and roll her up in that thing. That's what it feels like. It just feels really. And she looks about 13. 
She looks very young. He looks creepy and old. And they... He climbs through the window with the carpet. Yeah, and then he unrolls it, and then they both sit on the carpet, and then they start flying above the Statue of Liberty. It's a magic carpet, (laughs) which is code for something, I think. Ew, David. Well, I'm just saying, (laughs) what is that? I don't know. And then what happens on the carpet? So then they start making out in the most unplatonic way. And that's basically where they leave us wondering what happens next. And I we don't want to know. It was a good song until about, I don't know, 10 minutes ago. It would have been a lot better video if at the end the police show up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what should happen. And handcuff a girl from her window who's 16. Not funny. Yeah, very tone deaf to say the least. <laughs> God, the 80s. I mean, there were a lot of songs. She's only 17. Gross. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Stray Cats had a song oh, about yeah. she's sexy and 17. 17. My little rock and roll queen. Well, Joan Jett also had um, uh, put another dime in the juke, but I love rock and roll. If you go through those lyrics, she's oh. 16. Okay. And it's one thing if it's a 16-year-old writing the song or singing about it but when it's creepy 33 year old writing about the 16 year old it's never okay i mean think about ringo star she's 16 she's beautiful and she's mine oh yeah yeah there's something i mean i i get that a song is supposed to be interpretive from you but when you are the person who wrote it and you're the old dude maybe you're writing it from the perspective of two teenagers that's one thing but you're an old dude. And this video just killed that theory. Chris, what's his name? The guy who shows up to catch a predator. Chris. Oh, Chris Hansen. Hansen's going to show up. Oh my God. I'm sorry, dude. Why do you have those wine coolers? I just came over to talk to her. And okay. she's, yeah. And why do you have the hot tub going? Ugh. That's not even a real hot tub. It's a blow up hot tub. Oh, gross. <laughs> we got to go, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. When we come back, uh, let's do this. We've got 13 fun facts from horror movies behind the scenes coming up next on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Welcome back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show without Steve because he's on vacation. So Don McLean is filling in. Yes. Yeah, girl. On my talk 1071 and Hope is filling in for Dawn and doing a great job. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey. Hey, girl. Um, We have so much fun stuff coming up today. We've got confessions coming up at 1130. The lamest breakup excuse you've used or you've heard. Right. And then coming up in about 10 minutes, we want to talk about uh, your favorite old fashioned baby names. <laughs> yeah. And we'll tell you why coming up at 1030. But in the meantime, uh, Dawn has some fun facts from horror movies. Yes, I do. OK, so uh, we all know not A Nightmare on Elm Street, hopefully from 1984 and Freddy Krueger. Terrifying. Yeah. Yes. He uh, has a sweater that he wears that's actually red and green. Which you think Christmas, right? Uh, well, Wes Craven picked out those that color scheme after he read in a science journal that red and green together were the most difficult for the human eye to perceive correctly. Oh, as he in wanted, like colorblind people? Not necessarily, no, just for the regular human eye to huh. see correctly. And so he wanted to have an effect that made people uncomfortable. Uh, not not to mention Freddy Krueger's burnt flesh. So he's like, what's the worst two colors that we can do? I'm sorry, Donna. <laughs> Donna's drinking some water. She was. 
Like, just nonchalantly, not to mention his bird yeah. flag. Yeah, on top of that, it's a gross, ugly sweater. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, Lupita Nyong'o in... Uh, did you see Us? Yes. That is terrifying. And yes. her character, Red, was also terrifying. Yes. In order to maintain the difficult voice and emotion... Oh, that's so hard. Uh, it terrified her co-stars. She would stay in character behind the scenes. Ew. She would not break character and wouldn't talk it was very creepy that's what her co-stars would say and then her eyes were weird Mm-hmm. yeah that scared that scared me probably more than what was the first one them <laughs> what was the first <laughs> one called no it's was just it, us it wasn't us a second sequel no but it's from the same director Oh, Brian. Burr, 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 oh, burr. Donna. Follow up questions. I've got All right, more you can, to get to. You okay. continue and I'll find it and we'll. Okay. Have it in uh, four E.T. was supposed to be a horror movie and they had the guy who directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tobe Hooper. He was going to be on board as the director. Yeah. So wow. Steven Spielberg's uh, massive success. Uh, yeah. It was supposed to be a horror movie to begin with. So, but then they decided to make it a kids' movie, and it is a worldwide. I phenomenon. love that movie <laughs> yeah. so much. Alexis from the morning show, she was terrified by it and still hates ET because she saw it when she was like six. I that always makes me laugh. Like when I hear people go, "Ghostbusters was terrifying." I'm like, "Ghostbusters what? was a comedy." Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, no. You can't see it when you're three. Yeah. Okay, so William Friedkin, he directed The Exorcist. He had some uh, techniques behind the scenes to get good reactions from the actors. This is probably now the actors' union would probably be all over this and not let this happen. But he purposely lowered the temperature on the set to make them uncomfortable. He blared unsettling music through loudspeakers uh, between scenes. And then he would randomly... Have guns fired nearby to get the actors on edge this and get some scared reactions. To torment prisoners. <laughs> I know. Prison camps. Uh, did you see the movie Mother with I, Jennifer I Lawrence? I didn't. It looked too scary it's, for me. It's okay. It's super weird, but it's uh, it's so interesting. It's a Darren Aronofsky film, um, and if you can handle any type of, you have to remove yourself if you are very christian person from some of the images because they're pretty disturbing but it is a biblical tale okay it's like the story of of genesis basically and you think it's just a story about this woman who's being you know well anyway (laughs) too deep to get into right now you already spoiled one i didn't i didn't spoil it i just think that it's a biblical tale do you think that or do you know that i could tell yeah, it's okay. like the story of Cain and Abel and okay. all kinds of things. Okay. All right. So anyway, she went to such a dark place to get into this role that she had to have. a. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Tent set up, filled with happy things to retreat to when things got too dark. Oh. Yeah. Like unicorns and rainbows. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. But I think, you know, I'm not a huge fan of hers, but I thought she did an excellent job in that movie. Really? Yes. 
Now, here's some real life hauntings that happened on sets uh, on The Conjuring. There was a huge curtain that went floor to ceiling on the set and it started just waving violently and there was no no door open or no fan on. Or vent. Yeah. And nobody could hear any air. It was just flapping violently. It was very trippy. I don't. And like they actually brought story. in a priest to get rid of the negative energy and like exercise the space. Oh my gosh. The movie I was thinking about, by the way, that is terrifying. Um, is well, first of all, Jordan Peele mm, because oh, he Jordan did Get Peele. Out. Yeah, sorry, I blanked out. No, on no, that no. I because I'm just focusing on this. Um, so he did Get Out, then he did Us, and I was like, I liked Us better than Get Out. Oh, sure, but it still had that like weird kind of science fictiony vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Hope, did you see it? I haven't seen either one of those, and I want to see both of them. Oh, well, so now you got something bad. to do during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things to do. Yeah. I know, right? Um, but I did like it, and I thought, like, that is so scary to me. Like, weird people at the end of your driveway. Just oh, it was terrifying. Oh, God, I can't take and it. And doppelgangers. Yeah. Yes. And where are they coming from? Because we all apparently or allegedly have a doppelganger. Yeah. In the world. Mm-hmm. So weird. Any who's a Ziggy Pop. Thanks, Don. I'm just kidding. You, those are the words of Donna Valentine. Only when it said my that. clothes off. <laughs> okay. All right. One more here uh, on the, the set of The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That um, was terrifying, too. That is super scary to Rude, me. Rude, and you made me watch it. I know. Okay, so Jennifer Carpenter said that uh, two or three times during filming when she was going to sleep, her radio came on by itself, and the only time it scared me once was because uh, it was a Pearl Jam song, the Pearl Jam song, Alive. Oh. I'm still alive. And then Laura Linney had a TV that would switch on and off by itself throughout filming. See? Because they latch on to you, and then they follow you home. What happens? Let's uh, cleanse the palate from scary stuff to baby stuff. Old-fashioned baby names. Let's compile a fun list of uh, names you don't hear anymore that might be fun. Give us a call. Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to my Talk 1071. Everything entertainment with Donna and Dawn filling in for Steve. Yesterday, we were talking about the most popular baby names so far in 2020. So that got Dawn and I starting to discuss like old timey <laughs> male names, female names. And we thought it would be fun to compile a list of maybe you want to name your baby something, you know, classic. Yeah. Um, just things that you don't hear. People go, oh, there's, you know, baby Opal. You don't hear that much anymore. Yeah. What's your mom's name? Mary. Mary. Because you time you guys go Mary because you're doing it's a wonderful life and yep. yeah. It's a I have so many Marys in my life. I have my sister Mary Ann. Uh, uh, I have two very dear friends, both named Mary. My best friend in high school was Mary Ellen. I mean, I ha- I know a Mary Joe. Oh, Isn't gosh. that crazy? They're everywhere. Um, let's pick up Molly's call and see what she has as far as old timey names. Hi, Molly. Hi. Hi. What's a name so, you don't hear people naming their babies anymore? Well, I have a nine year old daughter who we named Wilhelmina <gasps> after it's an old family name. Oh, um, I love it. 
Yeah, so unintentionally, she has a very trendy nickname because we call her Billy. Because, you know, William, Bill, Wilhelmina, yeah, Billy. That is adorable. You know what's very funny yeah. about that? Right before we went to you, um, I said to Dawn, how about Wilhelmina? Yeah. And she was like, yes. Yeah. I love that take on it, calling her Billy. So was yeah, this your grandma's so, name or somebody in your... Um, well, it's actually a great aunt named Wilhelmina who went by Wilma. And then she has a grandfather named William who goes by Bill. Oh, I love it. Does, yeah. she, does she love her and name? As she, gets, she does. And as she gets older, you know, there's so many iterations. She could be Willa. She could be Billy. She could be Mina. Yeah. You know, there's so many things you can do with it. Exactly. So Good cool. choice, Mom. Thanks for hey. having the courage to not name <laughs> her. I love you guys. Yeah. We love you, Molly. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, okay, how about, uh, let's go through some boys' names. And if you have one, give us a call, 651-641-1071. Let's go through some, some boys' names from our list. Yeah. How so, about Ralph? Ralph is great. Yes. What <laughs> about Ralph. What about uh, Dick? Ain't going to hear that probably anytime soon. Richard, yes. How about Gary? We need to bring Gary back. Yeah. What about Earl? Earl. Or you don't hear a baby Earl. Ever. No. Ever. How about Bart? Baby Bart. Bart. No, we knew a Bart for a while, didn't we? We did. Yes. Kind of, sort of. Through friends. Yes. Yeah. And then there's uh, Fred. Mm, I do like Fred. I think that's a cute baby name. Yeah, it is Freddy. Cute. Little Freddy. Right. How about uh, Wilson? Yes. Wilson. And then uh, my grandpa's name was Leon Archibald. Oh, my gosh. I love it. And he's, uh, everybody called him L.A., Oh, that's really cute. Very they could cool. have called him Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, we got baby Archie in the royal family right now. Yeah, absolutely. How yeah. about um, Henry? I do like Henry, too. That's my other grandpa's name, Henry. Shut up, really? Yes, I do know a baby Henry. <gasps> you do? Yeah. Really sweet. Oh, Eugene. Eugene. Lenny. Leonard. <laughs> yeah. Then we've got Carl. One here you don't hear the... Baby Nobody Carl. names their baby Carl anymore. No, they don't. Yeah. How about Milton? <laughs> then you got Clifford, Oscar, Larry, Larry. Yeah, Lawrence. We uh, let's go to Jamie on the phone and see what Jamie wants to say. Good morning. Good morning. So, morning. do you have a a family name or an old timey name that you like? I have actually my grandma. My grandmother's name was or is Dixie. So when I had my baby, she's half Korean yeah. and half white, and um, we named her Dixie after my grandmother. Oh. And it's funny because a lot wherever we go, like the doctor's office or you know other places where they know her name, they are always so excited to come out and see who Dixie is because it's adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. That is a really really cute name. Oh, thank you. Thanks for sharing, Jamie. Have a good day. All right, we'll go to Julia. Hi, Julia. You're on the air. Hi. You 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 said my son's name, but my 14 year old's name is Leonard, but it we call is. him Leo. Oh, I Leo! Love it. It's so cute. <laughs> now, uh, does does he get upset if people call him something else, like if they shorten it and say Lenny or? Um. No. Um. Mostly, everybody calls him Leo. The only person who calls him Leonard would be his grandfather, my dad. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yes, of, of course. course. Very oh. cool. Thanks for t- having some courage to 
name your kids something a little different. Yeah. We need some variety. I love Leo. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, Peg is on the line. There's a name you don't hear that often. Hi, Peg. Hi. Well, I'm a grandma, and my son and his wife and their little daughter is in Texas, and they just had another one. Actually, he'd be a year old tomorrow, and oh. they named him Lincoln. I love Lincoln. That's making Listen, a big comeback. Wow, this cool. Is for the for the uh, Halloween this year, you know, he's like so many months old. They uh, dressed him up like Abraham Lincoln with the hat and stuff. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Little beard. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a cool name. But the funny thing is, you know, we talk quite often. And I'll go, "How's Audrey? She's doing great. How's Luke? Mom." Mom, his name is Lincoln, not Luke. <laughs> I can't get Luke out of my brain, but and tomorrow's his birthday, so I, I sent him a poem funny about that. Oh, but anyway, well, congratulations on the new you baby. I miss him, yeah. And Peg, hey. quick question. Well, I yeah. can't remember. What is Peg short for? Well, there's people that are Margaret that like to go by Peg, and some go by Peggy, but mostly Margaret is... You know the given name, but it I can Peg, Peggy. Oh, absolutely! It's kind I of an no Irish idea. thing. So okay. you're a Margaret. I'm Margaret, but I always my life had gone with by Peg, and all the nuns in the school would say, "Margaret, are you here?" I go, <laughs> "Sister, Sister Mary Alice, my name is Peggy, please." Mary Alice, <laughs> I love um, that name. Anyway, Wait, I, I don't well, get where the Peg comes from because there's no P. There's yeah. No, I don't like. How old are you? This has been going on for generations. I know, but I just don't get where it comes from. <laughs> Ask your buddy there; she knows. Ah, uh, it's a Catholic thing. It's Irish it Catholic is. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Oh, wait they... Am I supposed to go to church? Mm. Uh, well, anyway, we're running out of time, Peg. Yeah, bye, Peg. <laughs> Peace be with you. Yeah. Uh, Chris is on the line. Hi, Chris. Hi. So, hey. what uh, what do you want to share about these old fashioned names? Well, my grandson's name is Elbin, A-L-B-I-N. That is so interesting. A-L-B-I-N. Because my mom's middle name is Albina. Oh. oh. Isn't that unusual and weird? That is. What did you say it's from? Um, Bible? It's Finnish. Oh, I it's guess. Finnish. Okay. Um, Albin. It's my, it's my stepdaughter's uh, oldest son, and her her grandfather passed away the day before she was born. Oh. So, and that was Grandpa Elvin. So oh. that's how he got his name. Do they call him Albie? Um, not yet. He's still, he's three and a half. Oh, okay. So he's just, just Elvin. Elvin. Okay. And, and he's, he's also like your Dixie caller. Um, he's half Vietnamese. So oh, it'll sweet. be interesting how he grows up on, on where that came from. Oh, uh, yeah, I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Chris. <laughs> yeah, have a great day. You too. too. Um, some other names that we came across, um, Rose. You don't hear Rose anymore? That's my daughter's middle name. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Rosie. That's really cute. Yeah. You don't hear Maud? No, you we're don't. we're talking about B. Arthur over exactly. there. Exactly. the hall. What about Alice. I love Alice. It's a cute name. I didn't so grow cute. up with any Alice's in my class. Did you? No. Nope. In school? Not at so all. That's been, you know, probably the last ones were in the 60s. I bet you're right. I would say. Yeah. Eunice. Eunice is very old lady. What's the, what is the nickname for that? Uni. Uni? No. Nini? Uh, Josephine was my grandma's name. Oh. Or Sophie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Betty. Betty. You know, you got Wilma and Betty. Right. Right. Uh, which is just, uh, Betty is Elizabeth, short for Elizabeth. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my my aunt, her name is 
Elizabeth, but we called her Betty, and she decided after a while she didn't like that. She wanted to be called Liz, and we didn't want to accept it, so we just call her Lizbet. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> just put them together. Also, uh-huh. Lisa is sometimes a vari- variation of Elizabeth. Oh, it is. I okay. did not know that. All right. Like Elizabeth. Okay. You know? Yeah. I, I yeah. Know. Joan. Oh, Edith. Joan. Edith. Cecil. Martha was my grandma's Martha. name. Mm-hmm. Henrietta. Oh, Henrietta. Um, let's go to Barb. Barb is standing by. Good morning, Barb. Hi there. Hi. Hi. You don't hear baby Barbara's anymore either very much. Not too much, no. <laughs> Donna. Um, I, you don't hear Donna? Baby well, I Donna? Say, my my uh, uh, favorite aunt was Donna May. <gasps> That's and what my friends her, call me. Okay. And then her granddaughter, her um, first girl, named her Donna May. And then her second girl is Cora. And I also have a friend who's got a granddaughter, Cora. Cora. You that much to me. Yeah. I love it. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Now I can give you my nephew's four kids, and they're very unusual. Yeah. Anastasia. Mm, beautiful. Catalia. Love it. A flower. Tiberius Xavier. Oh, the boy. And wow. Leonidas Thor. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they're all very so regal when I names. They were going to be Ty or Leo. It's uh, no, no, no. No. It's Tiberius and it's Leonidas. I oh, love great. it. I had a friend who na- whose nephew was named Thurman. Thurman? Thurman. Like Sherman. <laughs> but with a TH. Yeah. yeah. Thank um, you, Barb. Bye, Barb. Uh, we have time for one more call. Let's go to Becky. Hey, Becky. Hi. Are you Now, what is Becky short for? Are you an Elizabeth? Uh, no, I'm short for Rebecca. Rebecca. I'm, for Rebecca. I'm so... Yeah. I, I get Elizabeth. Everybody's just going to be Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anna, oh, are, you must be an Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, what did you want to talk about? Um, my daughter's name is Helen. I oh. love Helen. Yeah, she's 18. She's named after my grandma. And um, they're they're about as far opposite physically as you can get, parents-wise, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, they have the same kind of... Uh, uh, in like a internal joy kind of. Oh, that's beautiful. That's sweet. We'll Thank say you. hello to Helen today. I will. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you for calling. Uh, my mom is Helen with an E at the end. Helene. Oh. And I love that name. That's beautiful. The middle name kind of killed it a little bit. What Al- is it? Albina. Helene Albina. Yeah. My grandfather like was ice cream. I does. I'll have a Helene Albina <laughs> with fudge. Thank you. All right. Um, we're going to get tipsy. That was, fun. that was super fun. Thank you for all the calls, everybody. Sorry mm-hmm. we ran out of time, but we're going to get tipsy when we come right back. Uh, Dawn has some hacks from a youngin. From kids. Yeah. Just kids in general. During the pandemic, they've been home and helping their parents out and helping themselves by oh le- with Legos and all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, awesome. So we're going to get tipsy uh, when we come right back in about three minutes on my talk 1071 welcome back appreciate you guys listening to the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we decided this would be a good time to be useful time for a tip everybody on the show getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy everybody on the show getting tipsy Today, these are kind of funny, Donna, because they're from kids. Oh, good. These are some tips around the home that kids have created during the pandemic. 
Uh, there's a kid who just took a lemon because his uh, shared a room with his brother and uh, stuck a spritzer in the middle of it from a bottle and um, uses it as an air freshener. So that's one of the tips. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I mean, in a pinch, right? Yes, yes. Uh, some other tips here from kids. Uh, a kid created a salt and pepper shaker so his mom could season with both of them at the same time. He just took a little piece of a Lego and then taped it together. Kind of cute. Wait, he took a Lego. He's some uh, a Lego blocks and then took the salt and pepper shakers, taped them to the Lego blocks so she could just <laughs> season together. Um, there's a kid who wanted uh, their Ariel doll. Of course, she's wearing normally just a shell bikini and a fishtail. Wanted to put some more clothes on her and use some silly putty to make a dress. That's very resourceful. (laughs) Some of the ones that are actually helpful that we could use, uh, if you're a very uh, short in stature person, this kid took Legos and built a thing to where he can turn the light switch on and off with his little, and the mom just took a picture of it. It's so cute. Aww. Um, also, if you are, this is actually a little helpful if you have a problem with um, your spoon going down into your bowl when you're eating cereal. Okay. The kid took a clothespin and taped his spoon to it and then just clips the spoon to the side of the bowl. Very okay, resourceful. Cute. Little tips from kids here today that we're talking about. Kids are at home and they're bored. That, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> One little girl could not find any um, barrettes for her hair, so she just used three chip clips. <laughs> that works. It does. I work. mean, especially the the little ones. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. And then a little tiny kid. Uh, mom noticed that um, he had a little toy helicopter that he would take around his room push it around the room he had a bunch of pretzels inside of it oh so, so he used it as a bowl <laughs> instead of putting like yeah. little people inside yeah so we could have moving snacks uh one kid took uh tired of your pencil rolling off the desk yesterday you had an issue with your uh headphone adapter kept rolling, rolling. Off. Uh, he just took a, a piece of paper and taped it on there so that the wouldn't roll like a little pencil stand. You kids are so smart. Aren't they smart? Yeah, a lot of kids doing fun stuff at home. One kid duct taped his pants to his belly because his belt was too big. Hey, <laughs> in a pinch, yeah. anything works. Exactly. So those are just some of the fun things. A lot of kids creating things with tablets. Those are the uh, a stand for their tablet with Legos so that they don't have to hold it while they watch movies. Sure. Yeah. You kids. Home theaters. Dorbs. I yeah. kind of like that helicopter with the pretzels in it. Yeah, for sure. It looks like a toy I would have had when I was a kid. It's mm-hmm. just really cute. Um, I have a tip. Yeah. Um, This has to do with adults and whether or not you can ask for a raise during a pandemic. Oh, boy. So a lot of companies obviously are strapped for cash. But the question is, can you still ask for a raise if you really deserve one? Well, a career development expert says, yes, if you do it right. And here are the things to consider. Do you work for a company that's barely staying afloat? If there's no chance you'll get a raise, you might want to wait for things to bounce back a little, especially if it's a small company and you know the owner. So hold off. Yeah. Now. You might just annoy them. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, hey, we're suffering too. Um, You can offer to take on more work temporarily. 
If you can save the company money in another way, they might be willing to give you a raise. Just don't end up in a permanent situation where you make a little more for a lot more work. Mm. You can ask for a one-time bonus. Some companies with salary freezes might still be able to give you a bonus or commit to one after things rebound. Yeah. That's an idea rather than say, can I have a yearly annual raise? Sure. Can I have a bonus? And if you can't ask for or you can't get more money, you can ask for some perks. You could ask for more vacation days. There or you go. Maybe they'll let you cram your hours into four days instead of five so you can take on some outside work. Um, and know your worth. You might feel lucky to even have a job and assume lots of people would do it for less. But hiring and training does cost money. Mm. So don't sell yourself short. Just weigh your options. And if you do get a raise, it probably won't be huge. So um, if a small raise right now is better to you than getting a bigger raise, um, do it. But otherwise, wait. Yeah. So those are your tips. Gosh, you know, it is a tough time. A lot of people out there out of work, you know, getting unemployment. How long does unemployment last? Is it three months? I think it's different because of the pandemic. But okay. I, th- I was under the impression that they do it by weeks, like 26. 20, you're weeks. right. I just looked at how long does unemployment last in Minnesota? 26 weeks. They'll yeah, receive about so 50% of their weekly income up to the state maximum of 740 per week. Yeah, so after that six-month six and a half month mark you're mm. on your own that's just i know frightening for people you know especially now, now whenever people are cutting you know companies are going under not to put people in a panic here but right. i really feel for you out there if you're you know had been laid off and, and looking for a job i agree and so in addition to the unemployment i think they still got those checks okay. also from the government mm-hmm um, depending on, well, I was going to say, depending on how much money you make, but in the case of unemployment, I think that was a little supplemental, Yeah, which probably helped a lot. So that's one of those good reminders. If, if you have like a neighbor or something out of work, mm-hmm. maybe see if they want to mow your lawn. Oh, yeah. Right? Because then Donna you've... needs someone to mow her lawn. <laughs> that's why she said it. She just heard the weather forecast and she goes, when am I going to mow? I know, because I'm going uh, to the cabin for the weekend and I'm like, it's going to rain today. It's going to rain tomorrow. I'm is leaving it... the next day. Oh, yeah. What What is the weather, Hope? Can you remind us again? It's going to rain the next couple of days. Oh, uh, she's got someone working oh, in there, she... so she can't. But oh, that's um, fine. I believe the weather yeah, well... is, is going to be in the 90s. Oh, gosh. Thursday kind of looks partly cloudy. Maybe you can do it then. But 91. Yeah, I mean, no likey. Today's supposed to feel like 100. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ooh, look, it's just, yeah, it's it's, it's not good. It's not good. It's but, not good, guys, but it's okay. But there, yeah, th- that's a good point, though. You know, if you have something that needs, you know what I would like is somebody should be, um, you could offer your neighborhood association that you were, will patrol your neighborhood to make sure that people aren't stealing packages. 
That's a great idea. The package police, because there are a lot of porch pirates, as they call them right now. I can't believe people are still stealing packages with all of the... The, the rings. The I mean, rings we have a ring on our house. And yeah. all of that stuff. And the street cams. You guys, mm-hmm. you can't get away with anything, so... If you plan on stealing something, plan on getting caught. Thank you. We see you. Uh, We'll have a dirt alert coming up. Uh, A very beloved um, person. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.